I've been passing on the prayer that you shared with me. Please replace this thought with something better. That is like literally been that for me is this whole thing, you know, like unsubscribe, whatever. It's it's literally like that is what I love is that please help me replace this thought with something better. You know, I was sharing like for me, I see like the disease which is centered in my brain, killers in the house, not outside doing pushups. <laughs> I see it like, you know, it's similar to like a diabetic monitoring the sugar. I'm monitoring my mind. Right. right? And like you say, all thoughts are trained. I don't need to hop on all of them. Right. Right. Well, and I was just telling somebody yesterday that I read some of the one of these amazing books that I read. It may mm. have been David Hawkins. I don't know. It may have been Harvard. Who knows? Mm. But it was the biology of us is that our heart actually knows before our brain. And so we all give all this credit to the brain when really the heart knows. And what happens is the brain makes up a story for what the heart is feeling instead of just feeling it. I love that. I love that. Um, Yeah. I used to meditate with these monks and they used to say that, you know, Oh, you Westerners, you you've overdeveloped your brains. You know, it's really in, you know, they they believe it's in the hara, which is, you know, the the space below your belly button, which is like, you know, the gut, you know. Um, but anywhere in the body that's below the brain, I think qualifies because it is so intense up there. It's so intense and there's so much oh, trans. Speaking of not jumping on trains, it's Grand Central Station up there. It's crazy town. I mean, how many times do I judge a book by its cover? And I get it. It's like part of our evolution, right? It's like, I want to know if I'm in danger. You know, I think that's part of that brain, which, you know, Dr. Huberman can talk to us about when he's when he's on the podcast. <laughs> Shirt off, know. by the way, Dr. Huberman. <laughs> oh, the he only hates way you're that. getting on he here. Hates that. <laughs> wow. He hates that. He needs to accept the uncomfortable, you know? It's still out there on the, it's on the internet. So you, we can all see it. We can, well, that will be the cover of the podcast. Okay. Okay. Yeah. okay. For that week, we'll just change it. And um, yeah, move our logo to the corner so we can appreciate his tats and his six pack and his perfectly quaffed beard that's moisturized and just like, yeah, he's so Sam smart. Can accept him. I will accept him. I love what it says here about. Um, it reminds me of pause and I've been using that one. I love that you Whoa. found that acronym. It's been so helpful, but it well, said, I found it, but you, you mystified it. I mystified it. Yeah. Mystified we can put it. the mystified yeah. twist on it. Um, yeah. it says that I can find no serenity until I accept that person, place or thing or situation as being exactly the way it is supposed to be at this moment. And so that is like. Please assist until space enters. So Mm -hmm. it's saying I cannot have, I can't have peace until I get that assist, that HP Mm -hmm. assist Mm -hmm. to 
just give me a, a moment of space to let reality show up here. And, mm -hmm. and that's the pause that I need from the heart, from the gut to the brain and the stories. Mm -hmm. I need an interception there that says, I'm going to give you a minute and and then we're going to get to the reality of the situation instead of you going straight to making up a story. Hmm. Uh, you know what I sometimes use is Marianne's prayer. Um, I love and accept myself exactly the way I am. Uh, uh -huh. Which is sometimes I'll do that in the mirror. And I'm just like, sometimes I, I, when I first started doing it, I couldn't look at myself in the face and do it. Yeah. You know, it, it was like, yeah. Yeah. yeah, I wondered that too. I remember being like 14 years sober and honestly not being able to look people in the eye. And there I was like working with sponsees, doing steps, going to meetings, doing the 12 steps, done it many times, like doing traditions, like all of this stuff. And you're and 14 years sober and still couldn't look the postman in the eye. And like, mm. what? Mm. there was no sense of safety and self within me. All of this has to be cultivated in me. And and if it's not, then I definitely can't give it away. The one thing that I will say is this caveat that I've heard come back to me. And I don't, have I ever thought this way? I don't know. I can't, everything's really a blur when I think about things these days. But I have heard people say, well, Oh, I'm, you know, it's like they take it to the nth degree, this acceptance, you know, and they're like, well, I'm not a doormat. I was like, you're definitely not a doormat. It doesn't say we accept the unacceptable, you know, it's yeah. like, no, it's like this is it's looking at things re real, like how things really are. And then it's from that acceptance that then I can move on into an action. Yeah. And that's what I used to always get uh confused by and i think thank god i didn't record everything i've ever said because you <laughs> probably find lots of things i mean vehemently disagreeing with the acceptance paragraph mm -hmm. you know mm -hmm. and getting all upset and you're right it's 449 i don't know why i went with that 164 um i was thinking the first in 164 yeah, yeah yeah yes yes um but now what i realize all it's saying is Accept what's right in front of you as it is. <laughs> and now you can go towards a solution. But if you're, and it's not saying you have to stay in whatever you're in. It's saying yep. accept where you're at, where your feet are planted and what reality is. And now you can make a more informed decision of how you want to continue. So I remember a long timer you know, it's one of those like wise elders. I sat down next to her in a meeting and she said, how are you? And I said, I'm really deep into six and seven, you know, these other things. Um, and for me, it was around food and not fitting into my skinny jeans. And um, she said to me, six happens when I can fully accept me and everything exactly as it is which is exactly what we're talking about and i also heard like six is a is the is th step three squared you know um and i said oh i was like so in the context of food and like being able to fit in skinny jeans the way i've always worked it was like i defined the goal and which was to fit in the skinny jeans and then it was like okay god here's the protocol 
Here's what the trainer's telling us to do. Here's the diet. Help me do this. And the shift for me happened when it was like, oh, can I be okay? Which is what I hear you talk about, the surrender. Can I be okay with everything exactly as it is? Right. Uh, And then be guided versus me directing. Right. Well, and and I love what you shared about step three squared, Uh because that's what it is for me is that a situation occurs, I'm not a fan of it, I'm trying to figure out how to get around it, under it, through it, beside it, whatever. And what this is, is saying, can you accept it and yourself and all the other players mm-hmm. just like it is right now and and find peace how it is right now within yourself and your higher power, no matter what chaos is going on around you. And then once I can answer yes to that is the most loving thing I can do for myself and for others. This is a tall, tall order, really. It's a fucking order. I'm just, I'm just like, yeah, I get it. Yes. And what happens with acceptance is actually peace of mind and serenity when I do do it, you know, and but I was just reviewing my week in my in my head and I said, oh, where has there been resistance? Where has there not been acceptance? And there was like a text I got earlier in the week and I was like, it was an eye roll. I was like, stop reaching out to me. Stop contacting. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I don't, <laughs> I don't want to hear any, like, what is this, you know? And so I actually just left it on red for like 48 hours because I had nothing productive to say about it. Like, I, nothing, nothing to reply that wasn't like a rare get away from me you know <laughs> you paused um, you i paused. paused i paused it took a very it took a long time for some space to get in there uh 40 plus hours and i didn't want to block delete unfollow at the same time i knew that that was you know both are the same just opposite yeah. sides um and then what came to me was that oh i don't I don't necessarily need to engage. Like it was somebody was basically reaching out, asking if I wanted to make a few shekels doing something that I don't do for a living. Do you know what Uh I mean? And I'm like, this is makes no sense to me. Do you know what I mean? Uh And what I got from it when I zoomed out was like, Oh, I think they're lonely actually. Uh Um, and so I had, I basically replied saying, you know, it's not something, this is not something that I do. And, you know, I, I know a few people in this industry and I'm happy to, I am happy to connect them because why wouldn't I, you know, refer a friend, you know, that actually does this for a profession, you know? Right. Uh, so that's kind of like where, where I had left it, you know? Um, Which is the, so good. The pause. Yes. Keep going. Yeah. No, the pause. I mean, the pause is where it's at, you know? Um, yeah, so that's that's it. You know, it's it's the thing of, like, I still, like, oh, even just walking on the sidewalk, like, ugh. You know, I was, like, laughing at the family in front of me because they were incensed that somebody was slowing down in front of them. And then when, the, and I was, like, literally, audibly loud, like, ah, I can identify it. Ah, I'm so free today. That's not affecting me, you know? And then when their little kid stopped short, I was like, huh? 
you know, like rolling my eyes, like, huh? You know, and I was like, oh, there we go again, you know. <laughs> well, we and the opposite of this is what I think of when I had four years of sobriety and I've talked about it before and and I I wanted a rose petal path in front of me of my future and how beautifully it was going to be laid out. And that it and I saw friends and family and co-workers and sponsors and sponsees all along the side of this path. And if they were to disrupt my rose petal path, that they need to be pushed over a ledge. Right. That was the misty constructed path. That was my walkway uh, in the airport. Right the the motorized sidewalk that's what it looked like and that how wonderful it is when somebody disrupts my rose petal path Uh. if i can say thank you for that and you know how many miracles and growth opportunities would i have missed if it went that way, right? Like, Mm-mm. what kind of fucking asshole would I be if that's really what it <laughs> would look like from four years sober on? I would be the worst person you would want to talk to ever. And, like, mm-hmm. I don't grow when everything goes my way. Yeah. True story. Facts. True story. We are at the final five. Okay. I got you. I got you. Sam. What is something that when you walked in, you were like, no, unacceptable. I will never accept that. That is not happening. I will not incorporate that. And now you do. Hmm. I think it was the God thing. Um, You know, I had come from a religious background and I had, you know, come. I I believe there was a God. I just didn't think that that was a solution, you know. Um, And so when I saw it on the wall, I was like, okay, I I saw a lot of God on the wall. And then I went through the steps and I saw God there too. And I was like, okay, maybe there's a workaround for this, you know, like maybe. And so that was my thing that it was like, no, not, not doing this, you know, not, I'm not accepting higher power because I already knew it all. You know, I had my experience. This doesn't work. That didn't work for me. And that's 100, you know, um, and so thank goodness for this gentle, loving process where I got to slowly, slowly open up to the idea that I can have a relationship with a God of my understanding and deepen it, you know, um, and that this a spiritual solution could solve all my problems, you know. Um, so that I think is the thing that comes to me. You? That's beautiful. Mine was um, responsibility, you know, where it talks about where we used to run from responsibility. We find ourselves accepting it, you know, with whatever. And I was like, not me, not the kid. I will not be doing responsibility. I will not be doing discipline. I will not be doing all of these, you know, really like strict rigid things not happening Mm. and now i really really love um (laughs) i love discipline i love (laughs) i love responsibility (laughs) i don't run from it it like i just really would have never thought i would be the person that 
accepted more responsibility with, you know, grace. Yeah. But I do. Wow. Yay. You're we're miracles such miracles oh god we're so blessed and everybody else's too that gets to listen to us <laughs> you're welcome thanks misty thanks sam bitch call your sponsor bitch call your sponsor call your sponsor call your sponsor two on monday send us an email with comments questions or concerns bcysponsor at gmail.com don't forget to rate five stars